Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is brought to you by Gem Accessories. Gem Accessories is one of the leading accessory manufacturers within the trading card game space. Known for their deck boxes, Gem also has an amazing lineup of binders, backpacks, and more. Some of our personal favorites include the new KLRZ Icons deck boxes, the Secrets binder, and the Jaguar and Puma backpacks. But don't just take it from us, check out some of these reviews on screen. For all these amazing products and more, be sure to check out Gem Accessories using the link in the description down below, or on Twitter at xgemaccessories. Again, the description down below, or on Twitter at XGEM Accessories. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name, of course, is Sunny. I am your my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And the biggest of thank yous over to our friends at gem tcg for sponsoring today's video if of course you are interested in any products from gem including their new lineup coming very soon also be sure to check out the gem app where you can buy all of those wonderful gem products i think they have a goats deck box on there right now so so nice if you're interested in any of that you can find the link down below as well as a discount code that you can use at checkout for 10 percent off of your first order and again, you can find that at the link down below or on the Gem TCG app. Also, of course, we want to thank Millennium Threads for sponsoring this. They, of course, have, again, a link down below with a discount code for 10% off any order. And, of course, they have ETB Games. And there's also a Dragon Shield and TCG Player affiliate links down below for both of those to support the podcast at no extra cost to yourself. And with all of that said, let's, of course, thank our most Ardent, ardent is that right, the right word? Arduent. Uh, I don't know. Um, art. I think ardent is definitely a word, right? Yeah, ardent is a word. So is arduous. Yeah, ardent, ardent, 
are most ardent, which means enthusiastic or passionate supporters over at Patreon. So a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Dragon Maid Stunzied, Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Zyphris, Yeet the Feet, Blackwing Silverwind the Ascendant is the best floodgate, Earth Machine best deck, Epi, has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, AGH Cyber, I am McLincoln. Look, can we just admit NNN is a floodgate at this point? It's no longer a floodgate. Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Owen Alvarado, Pig, Quitting the Game is a Floodgate, Sprite Farter, the Top Cut Podcast is proudly sponsored by Tier Limit Zero, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savior's World, Exosister's Best Deck, No Cap, Rogue, and Tier 2 are the polite terms for Bad Deck, AD, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Cyberdank, Puffer Dragon, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Fur Hire Dog Turd, Heroes Pebble Cereal, Jerry Beans Man, Cam, the Disciple of Caleb's Waifu Philosophy, King, King Henry, Meow Meow, I'm a Silly Mannequin Cat, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, Sky Striker Maneuver Dab, <laughs> love it, and slaking it up. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast, leading us to be able to do wonderful things like get these microphone arms to replace our old ones that lasted a longer than we expected yeah but they it was time it was time and also the ability to do things like pay our editor Mm -hmm. our editing overlord so of course thank you all for your support and if you want to support the podcast as well as get some extra content each week we do do an extra episode every single week over on patreon unless something comes up and we can't do it but i promise we do it more often than not and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We also do, there's exclusive merch actually over on Patreon, like hoodies and t-shirts and mugs and stickers. So be sure to go over to Patreon and check that out. And of course, you get your name in the videos. So Of course. All right. So why don't we start today with the Dark World Structure Day? Oh, yeah, which is coming out. Today. today today as today, today as, as of this video releasing on youtube and spotify and blah 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 yeah oh by the way if you're on youtube please uh yeah. subscribe it helps us out a lot and we're really trying to hit a thousand subscribers so that we can make money <laughs> so like, so we've already talked about the dark world, dark world structure back when it was first like announced in the ocg uh-huh but, and we mentioned that yes we're getting the tcg but i really don't think we've really covered the not necessarily the differences, but like some of the uh, the reprints that are coming in here. Uh, so and also kind of refresh everyone's memory on some of the new cards. Yeah, we haven't covered the final version of the deck in the TCG. We haven't done the set list. Yeah. We were on break when that happened. Yeah, yeah. So we figured we may as well cover the actual set list Cause and because it, it comes out today, right? And <laughs> also check out the new cards again, just so that like if you're going into your weekend at your locals because i know our one of our locals is doing a structure deck tournament next weekend Mm -hmm. where you can win the structure deck like rubber play mats the really nice ones so it's it'll be worth it to know what's going on with these cards because you're gonna see them at locals oh yeah big time so just going over the structure deck i'm just gonna start early with i think this is en001 i'm sure yeah I, I think this is the i think that the order in the database is the order of numerical yeah yeah 
Okay, so I, I'm gonna read off all the cars. We'll talk about, we'll we'll mention the new ones as we get there. Kind of, I guess. Well, should we read off the effects of the new ones? I was gonna do. I was just about to say I'm gonna do, but and then after we'll read off the effects okay, of the new yeah. ones. So one time all the way through the list, just for like simplicity's sake, and then, and we'll, then we'll go we'll, and hit the new ones. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you have Rainbow Over King of Dark World, which is new. Genta Gateman of Dark World, which is new. Parl Hermit of Dark World, which is new. Then you have Rainbow Overlord of Dark World. The other one was Over King. This is Overlord. Yep. It's weird. Lucient Nether Lord of Dark World. Latinum Exarch of Dark World. Gold Woo Lord of Dark World. Silva War Lord of Dark World. Brawn Mad King of Dark World. Beige Vanguard of Dark World. Brow Huntsman of Dark World. Scar Scout of Dark World. Khaki Gorilla of Dark World. Gren Tactician of Dark World, Ceruli Guru of Dark World, Zur Knight of Dark World, Renge Gatekeeper of Dark World, Danger Bigfoot, Danger Thunderbird, Danger Mothman, Danger Tsuchinoko, Lilith, Lady of Lament, Fabled Raven, and Absolute King Backjack. And then you have Dark World Puppetry, which is new, Dark World Archives, which is new, Dark World Dealings, Charge into a Dark World. I don't know if that one's new or not, but it definitely feels new. Yeah, it's new to us. Yeah. Gateway to Dark World, Dark World Lightning, Drag Down into the Grave, Card Destruction, Dark World Punishment, which is new, The Forces of Darkness, Dark World Brainwashing, Dark Smog, Mind Crush, Deck Devastation Virus, Paleozoic Dynamicious, Skill Drain, a very good reprint, Grapha Dragon Overlord of Dark World. This is not to be confused with original Grapha. This is new Grapha, which is a fusion monster. Yeah, Grapha Dragon Lord of Dark World is the... Yeah. This is Dragon Overlord. Uh, and then Dark World Accession, which is new. Then, like Caleb said, Grapha Dragon Lord of Dark World. This is the original Grapha from the original Dark World structure deck. Snow Unlight of Dark World and the Gates of Dark World. Dark World has like 11 or 12 leaders. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because you have Dr- Grapha, which is Dragon Lord. Grapha, which is Dragon Overlord. Yeah. Hold on, the back is at the top. Then you have Rainbow Overking and yeah. Rainbow Overlord. Uh, and then there's Netherlord, Exarch, Woo Lord, Warlord, Mad King. Uh huh. And you, you know what's even funnier? Hmm. You have the Gatekeeper of Dark World and Gatemen of Dark World. Well, there is actually a difference between a gateman and a gatekeeper. I don't care enough. It's still funny. Fair enough. Okay, tell me the difference. Okay, so a so a gateman is the guard standing there with the spear that you see in a lot of uh, fantasy stuff in, in front sure. of the gate that keep people from coming in or out. Yeah, but this guy's a shield. Yeah, yeah. In fantasy, they're holding a spear and just kind of like leaning on it, kind of bored. Sure. Gatekeepers are the dudes who open and close the gate, and then also uh, upkeep it. Keep it, it makes sense. This dude got big hands. Yeah, yeah. So he can open and close the gates. You know what that means? What does that mean? That he can open and close them really efficiently. Yes. Uh, it also means he's really good at shadow puppetry. <laughs> no, he's really bad. His not, hands are the size of his body. Not according to Phineas and Ferb. I guess if you have like one of those like. Like 1930s movie spotlights, like like, like the Batman bat uh, signal, bat signal, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you're just really far away from a really good spotlight. What I want to know is, mm-hmm. who's the stupidest looking of all the Dark World monsters? I don't. Know. Uh, 
I want to say probably Cerulee. That's honestly a good pick. I will say Renge looks really stupid, though. Zer looks pretty cool, though. Uh, yeah, Zer looks pretty nice. Yeah, I Dude, Khaki looks stupid. Well, he's the gorilla, fi gorilla fighter. Yeah, but... Hit and run tactics, bro. He looks like an egg that stood up. <laughs> but no, no, no. He looks like an egg that stood up. Tell but, me I'm wrong. But, but no, no, hold on. If the Dark World looks like the way it does in some of the artworks, if that is the Dark World in the background, he'd actually blend in really well because he looks like a rock. It's camouflage. Camouflage. All you see in the background is a bunch of in lightning. The, in the spells. Spells and traps. Like Gates of the Dark World? I... I mean, I guess. I'm just now having an appreciation for every single main deck Dark World monster being so, like, so covered in lightning. I mean, Dark World Lightning. Still. It is the Dark World Lightning coming out of their bodies. I don't know why. It's just always going. I guess. Alright, well, let's go ahead and read off the actual monsters themselves. Yeah, some of the new cards. Uh, you start. So, so we're going to start with Rainbow over King of Dark World. You can special summon this card from your graveyard by returning one level 7 or lower Dark World monster you control to the hand. If this card is discarded to the graveyard by card effect, you can add one level 5 or higher Dark World monster from your deck to your hand except Rainbow over King of Dark World. Then, if this card was discarded from your hand to your graveyard by an opponent's card effect, you can special on one level 4 or lower Dark World monster from your deck or graveyard to either field. So, if, for example, your opponent activates Dark World Dilling and then you discard that, you get both effects. You get the search and the special. Dude, this sounds like the worst structure deck tournament of all time. It's going to be a lot of, I can't activate this card because they might, you know, plus off of it more than I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Genta, the Gateman of the Dark World, as in Magenta. So it's Genta. Uh, you can only splash summon Genta, Gateman of the Dark World, once per turn. You can discard this card from your graveyard to the graveyard. Add a the Gates of the Dark World from your deck to your hand. If this card is banished and you control a Dark World card, card special summon it. <laughs> <laughs> Golf clap. Anyway... Yeah, yeah so, audio listeners love you to death. So basically, he's a he's a hand trap terraforming. Sure, kind of. You can't do it on your opponent's turn. He discard him to get terraform to add the gates of the dark world, and then if you banish him, he just comes back. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, which isn't this isn't bad. Yeah. Next we have Parl, Hermit of Dark World. <clears throat> Parl, what color is it supposed to be a play on? I assume pearl. I guess. If this card is discarded the graveyard by card effect, you can target one Dark World monster in your graveyard, except Parl Hermit of Dark World. Special summon it to either field. Then, if this card was discarded from your hand to your graveyard by an opponent's card effect, you can special summon to either field one of your fiend monsters that is banished or in your hand or graveyard. You can only use this effect of Parl Hermit of Dark World once per turn. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Huh. Great, yeah, and then of course you have a uh, beige brow, K 
khaki grin who who are all mainstays. The usuals. Yeah. Uh, Zur and Ringe are just not going to get played. Big, then of course, you have the Danger reprints, which are great. Yeah, the only issue is that they, they, they didn't do Jackalope. To be fair, Jackalope. Or Nessie. To be fair, Jackalopes are fairly cheap. But I still think they should have got reprinted in here because they're just uh, Jackalope and Nessie are just major components to the Dark World engine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Lilith's cool. Fabled Raven is an old mainstay for the deck. Uh, Absolute King Backjack is just a good fiend for the deck. Yeah. All right. So next up, we have Dark World Puppetry. It's a quick play spell. Target up to three cards in any graveyard. Banish them and then discard a. Se- yeah, t- target up to three, semicolon, banish them, and then discard a fiend monster. That's the effect, is to banish discard. Yes. To get your effects off. During your main phase, except the turn this card was sent to the graveyard. You can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one of your banished fiends and add it to your hand. Ooh. So, it's a quick play DD Crow. Triple DD Crow, which is pretty solid. The issue is that you have to set it. Yeah. For you to activate during your opponent's turn. Or you can even just, if they, if they, uh, in the exact instance of tier limit, they activate one of their uh, shuffleback fusions during your turn, you can chain it and just get rid of it. Yeah. So that's pretty solid. All right. Next, we have Dark World Archives. During your main phase, you can discard one Dark World monster. And if you do, Dark World monsters you currently control gain attack equal to the level the discarded monster had in the hand times 100 until the end of this turn. So, key thing if, to know about that. If well, can I finish it? Yeah, go ahead. If a monster whose original type is fiend is discarded from your hand by the effect of a dark world card or an opponent's card effect, even during the damage step, you can discard one card, then draw two cards. You can only use each effect once per turn. Okay, so for the first effect is it's during your main phase. It's continuous spell, by the way. During your main phase colon, meaning the discard is part of the effect, not a cost. Um. Uh, sort of. The colon is conditioned, so you can activate this during your main phase. Anything before a semicolon is cost. Fair enough, but in this case... Colons and semicolons are very different things. But in this case, you can discard one Dark World monster, comma, and if you do, comma, blah, 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 blah. Right. Part of the effect. Right. Great. And also the hilarity of, uh, I'm just going to discard Absolute King, Backjack, Trigger, Dark World Archives, thanks. Woof. All right, uh, I think Charge into the Dark World is new. Into a Dark World is new. Charge into a Dark World. I've got it right pulled up right here. But yeah, let's double check make sure it's new first. I don't think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's no harm in just... No, it's from Phantom Rage. Okay, cool. Uh, Drag down, card destruction. Dark World Punishment is new. It's a counter trap. Yes. When a monster would be normal or special summon, you can negate the summon, and if you do destroy the monster... The comma, then discard a fiend monster. If a dark world monster you control will be destroyed by battle or opponent's card effect, you can banish this card from your graveyard instead. Very solid card. Yep, for sure. The, yeah, uh, dark world brainwashing is new, I think. I'm um, almost positive that one's not new. Look it up, look it up, look it up! I, I am! Quickly, but, uh, quickly. I'm not as good at typing as you are. Not new. Code of the Duelist. Okay. Uh, it's, just, it's new to us, but it's not a new yeah, card. Yeah. The deck dev reprint's really nice. Skill drain yeah. is incredibly nice. Yeah, deck dev and skill drain reprints as commons yeah. are really uh, sweet here. Paleozoic Dynamiscus isn't... is good. 
It's a good card. Yes. All right, next up, uh, we have Graffa, Dragon Overlord of the Dark World. Yep. Uh, so this is a dark level 10 fiend fusion effect monster. It is. It requires Graffa, Dragon Lord of Dark World, and one dark monster. Impossible to make <clears> in this deck. Right. When your opponent activates a monster effect or a normal spell or trap card while you have a card... When your opponent activates a monster effect or a normal spell or trap card while you have a card or cards in your hand, quick effect, you can activate this effect. The, the activated effect come, becomes your opponent discards one card. You can only use this effect of Graffa, Dragon, Overlord, or Dark World once per turn. If this fusion summoned card in its owner's control leaves the field because of an opponent's card, you can special summon one of your Graffa, Dragon, Lord of Dark World that is banished or in your graveyard, then each player with a hand discards one card. So the funny part about his first effect is that it's a negate without actually being a negate. Pretty much. In fact, it's better than a negate because it gives you the ability to just discard something for free. No, no, no. Not just not only, not are you discarding something, your opponent is making you discard something. Exactly, which makes all of their effects crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because like uh because like all the Dark World monsters have two effects. One if they're discarded by card effect, and then a secondary effect that triggers if they're discarded by your opponent's card effect. Sometimes you get both, sometimes you just get the secondary, more powerful effect. Right. Uh great example is Brow being if he's discarded by card effect, draw a card. And if you and if you do, if your opponent, if it was discarded by your opponent's card effect, you draw you draw a card. Right. So it, with this, in this case, if you if your opponent activated something and you did that and discarded uh, Brow, you draw two. Right. You get a pot of greed. Yeah. All right. Uh, next is yours. Yep. Dark World Accession. Quick play spell. During your during the main phase, fusion summon a fiend fusion monster from your extra extra deck by banishing materials on it. From your field or graveyard. If you summon a dark world monster this way, you can also discard monsters as materials. During, during your main phase, if this card is in your graveyard, you can add this card to your hand that discard a dark world monster. You can only use these effects of dark world ascension once per turn. This is really good. Yeah, dark world ascension is a very good card. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, just uh, just the fact that oh yeah, no, you can use this to summon like any fiend, any fiend out of your extra deck. But if you're doing a Dark World monster, you can discard. Which is just ridiculous. And because it's by card effect, they get off their effects. So, so by discarding a Graffa, not only do you get your fusion summon, you also pop a card on the field. Right. And then you discard, I don't know, Suchinoko, he specials himself. Bigfoot lets you pop something else. Brawl, you draw a card on top of popping from Graffa. It's truly insanity. And then you can, like, normal summon a Dark World, turn to your hand to special summon the Graffa you discarded. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, and then that's all the new cards. Yep. So, yeah. Overall, I think this is going to be a very solid uh, structure deck. That might be like an action. And then we, I think we might actually see the recursion of uh, the recursion, recurrence of Danger Dark World. Depending upon how, how hard Tier Lemon gets hit in the next uh, ban list. Yeah, we're going to have to see. I, I don't know that Danger Dark World will be like a super relevant deck again. But Dark World is one of those decks where... It, it's not about necessarily the quality of each of the cards. It's more about the <clears throat> interactions. I was going to say the quantity or really like the, the critical mass of them. Yeah. Um, Similar to Dragon Rulers. It's not about fair. having, you know, the best ones. It's about 
if you have too many of them, it becomes a really big issue. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think after you know after we get the next ban list, if they completely destroy Ishizu Tournament, and after the dust has settled and we get our new format tier one, blah blah blah, I think this will either be like the worst tier one deck or the best tier two deck. Yeah, I think it definitely has the potential to be that meta relevant deck. We're just gonna have to see what the player base does with it. Mm -hmm. How how this deck gets optimized is going to be everything. Oh, absolutely. So. All right, let's talk a little bit about something that we haven't really discussed much on this podcast before. Yeah, and we've mentioned it in passing. I think we spent about five minutes one episode just giving a base description because we were talking about something else. Right, and a lot of newer players may not even know this term, but Yu-Gi-Oh has this thing called power creep. Every card game has this. But Yu-Gi-Oh's is rough. So essentially... For those that, like I said, may not know, power creep in card games specifically is where the game gets better and better and better over time. Now, sometimes this is because decks just get stronger than the last or whatever. But other games like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon have this nifty tool that they can use to where they don't really have as much issue curating the card pool yeah the, 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 they have they have mechanisms built into their product line that allows them to really get a handle and control the power creep to limit it greatly yeah uh, a great example is back in the day a very powerful card was called a grizzly bear which was a three three for three right now which was in a vanilla nowadays if you're if you see a three three for three it's awful unless it has an effect unless it has an effect or keyword of some kind yeah yeah, so that's about the extent of Magic's power creep. <laughs> right. And now, like, like, because of the existence of set rotation in those games, they can curate the power level in each format to exactly what they want it to be, which is great. But that's kind of one of the things that I love about Yu-Gi-Oh! is that power creep is out of hand. Yes, but then also, it also allows these this hilarious, because there is no set rotation, all cards are legal at all times, minus the ban list, of course. Yeah. Um, You find this hilarious situation where cards that, even back when they were first printed, were garbage, all of a sudden becoming very metal, meta relevant and threats. Yeah. Like, like Mushroom Man number two fairly recently. Yeah. Or <laughs> even the Dark World stuff coming to light here. Yeah. Coming or back. Um, Gate Guardian support. Listen, Konami, I know you listen. I know, I, I feel it in my bones that you listen. If if you are listening, please let me premiere the Gate Guardian cards. You know what I think? Nothing would make me happier. You know what I think would be a really cool Gate Guardian card? Uh, uh, Sunny, keep, Keeper of the Gate. No, no, no. Yeah, but I mean like, <laughs> I mean like a Gate Guardian piece? Sure. That is that when... Just it its penis. Sure. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it looks like. The point is, is that it, it's square. Is that it's? I mean, isn't his junk just Suijin's mouth? <laughs> Suijin be like, ah. <laughs> I made that joke. 
I made that so joke. So we, we got a sewage and emote in the Discord server. And when we got it, it was just like the round part of Suijin's head with his mouth open. And Caleb was like, Suijin be all like, ah. <laughs> and it was just so funny when he well, said on, it. He had the entire mod team cracking well, up. And, and Kazujin be all like, so for me, like canonically, Kazijin is like sitting there, like looking at something on his phone, and just goes. <laughs> well, no, because to me it looks like he's pursing his lips. Yeah, he kind of is. He's doing a little whistle. So I'm like, Ooh-wee. anyway, back to what I was saying though. Uh, a yeah, a uh, gate guardian card that literally all it does is level four that lets it replace itself as Kazijin, Suijin, or Sangha of Thunder. I mean, that would be great if. You know, you could get three of them out on the field. But now here's now here's where here's where things get cool. A spell card that if you control Kazijin, Suijin, or Song of Thunder, you special summon the other two. I mean, again, that would work, but yet then you have to have a way to get Gate Guardian into your hand. The spell card would also let you search out Gate Guardian and just. So the card just says, if you control summon Gate Guardian, if you control one of them already. So you're almost on this level four, dude. Declare which one he is now. Boop. Hop. Funk. And then a, a way to tag fusion into a new gate guardian fusion monster. Yeah, or even just do it. That would actually be really cool. A contact fusion gate guardian fusion card. Yeah, it would be cool. That, ooh, it can be tagged out with any Aqua Thunder and what it is. Kazijin. Winged Beast? I don't. I think it's a spell. Actually, I think they're all spellcasters. No. Actually, I think they are all spellcasters. No, I know Song of Thunder is a thunder. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, that's true. And I think, I think Kazijin. I think Suijin is a Aqua. Let's look it up real quick. Kazijin is a spellcaster. Yeah. What about Suijin and, Ka- and Song of Thunder? Suijin is a an Aqua. Okay. So Aqua spellcaster thunder. Yeah. Yeah, just let him contact fuse with like any of those. Including your opponents, Aqua, Thunder, or Spellcaster monsters, because it'd be funny. You know, I just gotta say. That's so stupid. Hmm? Oh, a spellcaster? He's the wind guy. Yeah. I mean listen, if Ryza is a winged beast, then so is Kaisijin. To be fair, Ryza has wings. No we what? Yeah. How have I never noticed that? Because it looks like part of his armor. Does it? No, he doesn't have wings. Yeah, he does. You don't see him? No, I don't. What am I missing here? Okay, so like, you said a blade thing on top? Sure. That's part of his wing. Part of what wing? Actually, I think that is his wing. It's just the circular... What is he, a helicopter? Totally. I did not need that mental image. Why did I say that? <laughs> Helicoptering. <laughs> now I'm thinking about Kazijin, Suijin, and Sangha again. No. But yeah. Uh, Suijin be all like... <laughs> <laughs> but but back to that okay back to the actual power creep though we've gone way off kilter yeah 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 we have. but i mean it is a great example of power creep is that is that whenever they retrain a monster it's always far more it's it's always it's, they always try to bring it kind of in line with how they would have printed something like that in today 
today's uh met today's today's metagame and today's um modern Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah modern Yu-Gi-Oh design choices uh great ex- i think a, a great recent example of that would probably be like the new amazon cards that came out yeah that's not what i was thinking but yeah yeah just just as one example uh what, what example are you thinking of so i was thinking of um oh gosh start a synchron no i completely lost my train of thought okay uh well yeah but like, like, so like they do like where they retrain they just, just part of that is uh bringing that card into what they would de- they would have designed it they designed it today right um I'm trying to think of like of the perfect example that is recent because I I don't think the I don't think the uh the Dark World Fusion is really a retrain of Grapha. Oh, it definitely is. Oh, okay, fair enough. Great example. It it, it yeah, the entire structure deck is a retrain of an old structure. Machina Citadel is a retrain of Machina, Machina Fortress. Fortress. Yeah, but it's definitely in the more modern design Yu-Gi-Oh design as opposed to yes. Fortress, which is. Well, in Fortune of itself was kind of out of line for back then, but that was the point. You mean out of line because it was just that good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great card. For like even like back then, it was ridiculous. Yeah, you know it. So, but it, basically, every time something gets released, something has to be better than it. And you see it not just with the overall individual cards that get retrained, but you see it with every card in every set. So yeah, every card that gets printed. Yeah, a, a great example. And this has been a thing in the game for as long as the game has existed. So let's start at the very beginning. LOB. Best card is Skull Red Bird. Best normal summonable card, like normal yeah. summon level 4. Yeah, fifteen fifty attack. Next, after that, you have the starter decks, uh, Yuki, Yuki Kaiba, Kaiba, which gave you La Jin yep. at eighteen hundred. Was it La Jin or Mystical or uh, or Hitatsumi Giant? Hitatsumi Giant's only thirteen hundred, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it was La Jin out of the out of the Kaiba structure deck at eighteen hundred was the highest normal summonable beat stick in the game. And then about a month and a half later, you got Mechanical Chaser at eighteen fifty. And then about a month and a half, two months later, you got Gemini Elf. At 1900. Yes. And then at some point, you got G-Morph Warwolf at 2K. And thus is the nature of. That is the perfect example of Power Creep. Yes. In of Power Creep of Vanillas. Yeah. To be fair, the vanilla Power Creep has pretty much stopped at 20. Actually, I think it went up to 2100 for like exactly Megalo Smasher X. What is Gene Warped Warwolf? 2K. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think I went up to Mega Smashers X 2100 and then stopped. Yeah, because, I mean, it's kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for a normal, but it's a vanilla. People aren't going to run it regardless. The only people who are going to run that are people who are running, like, vanilla beatdown decks using, like, Heart of the Underdog. To be fair, I have lost to a Heart of the Underdog deck before. Really? Because they literally went draw for turn, drew uh, a Gmore Warwolf, reveal, draw again. Exodia piece, reveal, draw again. Oof. Exodia piece, reveal, draw again. You didn't lose to a Heart of the Underdog deck. I lost to Heart of the Underdog Exodia. Yeah. 
It was awful. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Didn't even get a man. I, I I got a turn, and this was with a structure deck that because I had just started the uh, the game. Awful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I need to take a moment to stand up and stretch. And thirty three twenty five or so. Right. Until I'm back, it's gonna have to be cut because yeah, I no, I'm, I need right. to run and grab a bottle of water too. Yeah, I'll put a note in there for me. More or less. Yeah. What were we talking about? Um, I don't remember. So, wrapping back in. Sorry, we got a little off track there. I had yep. to get a drink. It's been, a, it's been an ordeal. Yeah. But, kind of circling back into where we were going with that. The. As new sets release with no with no set rotation in the game, everything has to be better than the previous thing that's ever released. Or else no one's gonna buy it. Why right. should why should they? Right, exactly. So when you're in a situation where everything has to be better than before, well, as a result, then I mean it just has to keep getting better and better. And that after issue, 20 plus years of that it compounds a lot right something that we were meant talking about retrains earlier and i lost yeah. my train of thought what i was gonna say was if you look at the original black luster soldier yep compared to it was a poopy ritual monster it was a vanilla it was the largest vanilla ritual monster 
it might still be the largest vanilla yeah. ritual monster. Yeah. But it's also like one of what? Three that were like that later became important and not because of the ritual monster itself, because it got a retrain that was amazing. As far as wait, say it again? Okay, so because there were like three or four vanilla ritual monsters that later got retrains that made them good. Did they? We have BLS as sure. Black Cluster Soldier on the beginning. Sure. And then a whole Black Cluster Soldier archetype later. Wait, is there a Black Cluster Soldier archetype? Yeah, there's like uh, Night of Dawn, Night of Dusk is like the low-level monsters. And then you have like Black Cluster Soldier, Super Soldier, Black Cluster Soldier. That doesn't mean it's an archetype. That just means it's got a lot of retrains. Well, no, because the uh, little level fours are meant to help you search out the big ones to go in and get the big ones on field. I didn't realize that there was level fours. Yeah, there's two of them. One's light, one's dark. Mm. Um, I do Demok, actually va va faintly remember that. Dark Magician of Chaos coming... What was it? Black Magician of Chaos? Or no, no. It was... Black Magician of Chaos was the vanilla. And then it became <clears throat> Dark Magician of Chaos. Or Demok. Yeah. I believe that was the... And then I I think there was one yeah more, I think there was one more ritual monster but I can't magician play. of black chaos yeah and I think there's one more that later got a really powerful retain but I can't put my finger on it well there's just magician of chaos yeah thousand eyes restrict became millennium eyes restrict oh yeah that's a little different though because thousand eyes restrict oh well okay. oh thousand eyes and millennium eyes I was thinking rel relinquished into thousand yeah, eyes yeah 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 that that's that's where my brain was like there was a Another important ritual monster. It was relinquished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relinquished, but relinquished got a fusion. That's not the same. Okay, we're gonna yeah, go yeah, yeah. again. So, let's kind of look at where the game has had its major power creeps. You've got the. I think, you, I think yeah. the first like serious source of power creep is probably Invasion of Chaos. That's the one that most people point to, yeah. So yeah. there there was one around you could even say like spell ruler, which fun yeah. fun trivia fact, spell ruler has the most banned cards of any set in the game. Fair enough, because of all those spell cards that they introduced. Yes, yeah, spe spell ruler was literally insane. Even cards that you wouldn't think from coming from spell ruler, like card of safe return. Cyberjar, Upstart Goblin. There's just a ton of great cards in Spell Roller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is yeah. So yeah, yeah Spell Roller was the first major component of power creep because I mean, but it was like what the second set, right? Third, second Third. was Metal Raiders. Okay, I always get Metal Raiders and Spell Ruler in the order mixed up. Well, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But like. Yeah, I mean, it's only like the third set of the game. There wasn't a whole lot of spells. Right. Right. At that point, most decks were just big vanilla beaters. Yeah, but even adding cards like Painful Choice. That, yeah, so I think that was I their... think Painful Choice, Delinquent Duo, Confiscation, and uh, Forceful Sentry were all in that one set. Yeah, and then like around that time, they also released Graceful Charity and uh, Structure Deck Pegasus. Yeah. Around that so time. So you got yeah. just, I would say that's the first like big, big yeah, one. Because yeah. even by then, you're starting to get away from vanillas being the main source of all your engine yeah yeah because yeah. i think at that point is when they printed like songan too songan was metal raiders okay. songan and which were both metal raiders okay. 
and but i think a lot of the recruiters may have been around oh here. yeah the battle recruiters like uh for those who don't know that's like gi cards like giant rat shining angel mystic tomato yeah, exactly mother grizzly flying kamikari number two and fire ufo turtle ufo turtle it was ufo turtle yeah ufo turtle let's go uh, and then later they also introduced mash dragon and pyramid turtle Yes. Was there another one? Later, they came out with Unmasked Dragon. I feel like there's one for other archetypes, but there you go. Power Creep. Yeah. So, uh, Goblin Zombie, does that count? No. Uh, so, in order for you to be a battle recruiter... You have to summon one from the deck. Yeah. You have to be destroyed by a battle and then special summon one from the deck. Oh, okay. So, when you think about the first major source... I guess you really could say Invasion of Chaos. And then after Invasion of Chaos, about a year later, you get another one. Do you remember it? No. C Cybernetic Revolution. Oh, it was Cyber Dragon. Yeah. Just, just Cyber Dragon. Nothing else. Cyber Dragon. Yeah, if you look at that set, that set actually kind of sucked. Yeah, except Cyber Dragon. But Cyber Dragon was just that good. Yeah, and then around that time, uh, Xarian Universe too. Yeah, they were actually legal, I think, on the same day. Yeah, but from two different products. Yes, Xarian Universe came out in the tens. Yeah. Um. So. And then the next major point of power creep, I want to say, it was Synchros. Honestly, it was probably. Yeah, e either Synchros or... Actually, I take it back. It wasn't Synchros. Before Synchros. Right before Synchros. Mm -hmm. Your next major source of power creep is the uh, the Phantom Darkness. That was Blackwings. Nope. No? Nope. Blackwings are also a pretty major source of power creep. It was well before Blackwings. Yeah. Uh, but two years before Blackwings. Oh, which was that? It was Phantom Darkness. Um, it was right before. It was right before the sh the uh, the Light of Destruction. Phantom Darkness released Dark Greffer, Armageddon oh, Knight, yeah. Dark Arm Dragon. Allure of Darkness. The be and said and and was the be and was the construction of the stage for Teledad. Yes. Yeah. So it was actually the start of uh, Dark Armed Return format. Yeah. Which was also a tier zero, uh, Dark Armed format. So there was actually multiple Dark Armed Return, uh, Dark Wait. Armed tier zero formats. Man, man, if you had Nickel Ferris sometime, Dark Armed Dragon became a tier zero format. You'd have like two nickels. Which is weird, we, or which, which is which, which isn't, isn't a lot, lot but, but it's, it's weird, weird that, that it happened, happened twice. <laughs> so, and then after that, you have probably Light of Destruction, yeah. the next set with Lice Horn, yeah, and then and then Synchros. Which uh, I'm trying to figure out if Gladiator's Assault was before or after that. Well, I don't. Well, I don't think. Well, the thing is, I think I think I think Gladiator's Assault wasn't really power creep well i mean gladiators came gladiators came oh, okay you chat for a second yeah. okay so like my whole thing is i i don't th i don't view glad like whichever came first between gladiator beast and lightsworn 
well, came second. I don't think they were necessarily power creeps. I think, in my personal opinion, Lightsworn and uh, Glad Beasts are about even power. But they function so differently, it's hard to really, you know, know for sure. Phantom Darkness. I don't know why. When you said Phantom, my brain auto-filled it into Phantom Hourglass. Which is a Legend of Zelda game, for those of you who don't okay, know. Okay, so Gladiator's Assault was the next major piece of okay, power yeah, creep. Yeah, and yeah. then Phantom Darkness. And, and then, then Light of Destruction. Like, those three back-to-back-to-back were just... Oh, they were outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah. And and then came Synchros. Yes. The very next set was... Uh, um, Not Duelist Revolution. Duelist Genesis? Duelist Genesis. You are absolutely correct. The only reason why I know that is because Genesis, the beginning. Yeah, and Duelist Genesis was really the next major source of power creep. But... And then, sure, you could say there's power creep every set after that, but a lot of the power creep that came after that was very piecemeal, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think really, right around the Duelist Genesis, you get cards like, you get a deck like Teledad. That that's about when Teledad was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little after Duelist Genesis. And yeah, as that, a result, because Duel's just when we got uh, tuners and we got one of the earliest tuners, Kribons. Kribons. Yeah. And uh, Itali. And the introduction of the entire psychic typing. Yeah. So as a result, you end up with this kind of weird, um, like, synchro dark deck. So it's not really that it's getting power crept. Yeah. It's that it's just kind of feeding into the machine right exactly and then as you go further into the synchro era it really doesn't get power creepy so much as it gets toolboxy right and then everything changed when the shining darkness released that was black wings no, Black Wings had been out for a year at this okay, point okay. and already had cards on the ban list. So, Black Wings was also a pretty major point of power creep. Nah. You mean I mean, normal summon search for a monster that can splash summon itself out of my hand? Yeah, but that it that wasn't that didn't happen at first. That is fair. The first wave of Black Wings support, do you know what was in the first wave? It was Shura. Nope. No, sure. I thought it was like <laughs> Nope. I know Gale and Bor were part no. of No. Really? No. Your first wave of Black Wings is Sirocco, Bora, Kalut. I said Bora. You yeah, but you said Bora and Gale, I fair, know. Fair enough, fair enough. No, it's it, it's Sirocco, Bora, Kalut. That's it. But to be fair, those three cards by themselves are incredibly powerful. Yeah, sure, but it's not the same. No, no. The then second wave of support. When we got Shura, Black Whirlwind, Gale, Gale. Uh, Blizzard, Armor Master, um, Armed Wing. Armed Wing was in the first one. How are you making it? You had no tuners. And Armor Master was in the second. They probably had Mistral the Silver Shield out at that point. No, I think... It doesn't really matter at this point. So It wasn't... Was it Crossroads of Chaos? 
Or was it... Hmm. I think it was Crossroads of Chaos that introduced them. Maybe. Anyway, regardless, the uh, power creep, power creep. Yeah, That's yeah, what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but I guess you can kind of you kind of see how over time they've had to just one basically one up themselves every single set in order to sell the new set. And if they can't, without causing a lot of issues, they start hitting stuff on the ban list. That way they don't have to one-up themselves as bad. Yes. Which is the whole point behind the ban list, pushing a product. Right. And what was they... this set after Crossroads of Chaos? I don't know. Come on, Caleb. You're supposed to just, just intuitively know these things off the top of your head. Listen, listen. My knowledge is an amalgam of gray sludge. Dude, just the tone of voice that you said that in made me feel bad for you. <laughs> Listen, it's an amalgam of gray sludge where random facts just kind of float to the surface sometimes, like a mat, like a gray magic eight ball. Gale the whirlwind bore the spear. Sirocco the dawn was the original. Okay, so they had Gale. Yes, Gale and Bora. You were correct about both of those. And Sirocco. And they all said Armor Master. Okay. And then the next set, it is Kalu. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say the name of it. And I was like, oh, so you can do you can do this one, but you couldn't do Crimson Crisis. Raging Battle. Raging Battle would give us Blackwing Armed Wing. Blizzard. Blizzard, Shura, Kalut, and Elfin. Elfin the Raven. Yup. Okay, so... And then it gets a little bit more power crept with the Shining Darkness. Yeah, and and then, then you have Frog FTK. And then not long after that, you get Xyz. Yeah. And then... Really, Xyz was... It was rough for a little while. And yeah. then you got photon shockwave which was insane yeah okay okay so let me put it like this the early exceeds were uh utopia sure gotcha gotcha gantetsu sure. granosaurus and that's it number 17 leviathan they number 17 came out okay not soon after that number 17 came out in the first set of the exceeds era generation yeah. force yeah um and then there was one or two other ones but of those the, okay, so Generation Force had number 17 Leviathan Dragon. It had Steel Swarm Roach. It had Levier the I Sea I thought, Dragon. I thought Steel Swarm Roach was... Nope, it was in Generation Force. Hmm. I don't know what set you were going to say, but it was definitely Generation Force. I was going to say uh, Dual Terminal. No, it was Generation Force. Steel Swarm Roach is part of the Dual, is part of the dual ter Terminal storyline. Yeah, but it's definitely yeah. released in Generation Force. It became Exodon Knight later. Did it? Anyway. Yes. So when you when you look at the way that the game has always gotten power crept, you get to modern day and you have to wonder <coughs> we are getting major power creep every six months to a year. Yeah. Has it gotten too bad? Has it gotten to be too much? I mean, how much farther can they take this is the thing. I don't know. We'll find out next month when we get Master Rules 6. 
Yeah, theoretically, if they keep up to the standard that they have before. Yeah, every three years we get a new master rule. Yeah. They've done it every three years since Synchro's released. Yeah, Synchro's being the first big master rule change because they're like, yeah, we're changing a lot about the game. Let's call, let's make it this big thing. Yeah, summer of 2008. Yeah, because only... so it was summer of 2008. Mm-hmm. And then summer of 2011 is when we got Xyz. Yeah. And then 2014 was Pendulum. 2015 was Link. It had to have been 2016. Yeah. Was it 2016 or 2017? Yeah, we got Links. And so here we are six years later. 2017. 2014, 2017. And then 2020... We didn't get a new extra deck mechanic, but it's right, right, right. They, they're Master they're, Rule Five. Yeah, where they just kind of rejiggered the uh, Link mechanic. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, because the original why they called the Master Rules because not only were they introducing a new card type in Synchros, they were also introducing tuners, the concept of tuners, and then they right. also introduced the extra deck limit of fifteen cards, which they've kept ever since. Yeah, I don't know about that one, Chief. Yeah, which is. A good thing and also a bad thing. It, yeah. there, there's been situations where I wish it was 16 or 17, and there have been cases where I'm like, I can't figure out what else to put in here, and I'm and I'm at like 10. Yeah, there's times when I'm just like, yeah, 12 would be plenty here, and then there's other times where I'm like, I need 23 spots. Yeah, well, because like any time that I'm like 23, I'm like, well. I'll like go back and rethink it all, rethink it all, and I've cut it down to twenty. Still, still though, it's it's still ridiculous. Um, to be fair, before that, you could literally just have a binder that was like literally three reversal fusion monster in the entire game, and that was your that was your fusion deck. That is true, and that did happen. That that was a thing that happened multiple times. Yeah. So, I, I can't help but wonder personally. If power creep has gotten too far, if it has gone too far and gotten too to be too much, well, I mean, I mean, at this point, you're now getting decks that are immune to hand traps, sure. which in and of itself was an answer to power creep. Right, of course. Um, well, it's not immune, but it's like heavily resistant to hand traps, and plays as much on your turn as it does the player's turn. Yes. Where do you go from there? I think you have to go to a place of, um, I think the biggest change that can come is the ban list. I think they have to just completely overhaul the ban list if they really want to shake the game up. And I don't know that they're willing to do that in no. the way that it really needs. I, well, no, because if you do it in a way that would properly rein in... Or even backpedal some of the power creep. You're right. Gonna, you're going to cause people's se- like seventy five percent of uh, of people's entire collections to become worthless. Or a lot of the collection could become extremely valuable, like my ultimate Zen Maidies, if they yeah, unban yeah. that. So that'd yeah, be great. Yeah. Oh, Konami people that I know listen to this podcast, please unban Zen Maidies. Unban Zen Maidie. Ban Hunter. Yeah, give us three Zen Maidies. Just switch I them around. Promise, I Just won't mess it up. Such, he's normal and can be trusted with three Zen Mady. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, like, come on. I, I look at Zen Mady and I think he just like me. He just like me for real, for real. <laughs> I, 
the game of Yu-Gi-Oh is faster, more complicated, and more in-depth than it has ever been. But that 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 is the case of literally every single format. Yeah, but at what point is it just like too much? Like, okay. Would you ever want your girlfriend to learn how to play Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes. Do you ever expect that she would be capable of doing it? Yes. Okay, that was a bad way to phrase that. Yes, it was. Do you ever expect that she would have the patience to sit down and actually learn it? So I'm going to say no, but it's not the correct answer. I will say this. My wife, I've tried to teach her how to play Yu-Gi-Oh!, and after like 20 minutes and we were almost through the card type, she was like, I can't do this. Uh, more specifically, the correct answer would be a word that I'm not going to say here. No. Exactly. So <clears throat> when you get to the point where you can no longer reliably introduce new players to the game because of the sheer complexity of it. And just the sheer number of different mechanics that somebody has to memorize. Yeah, we, we're up to the point of... Um, people, this is, it's, you go to different locals sometimes and it's like Monopoly. It's like you go to somebody else's house to play Monopoly and like they have like a different rule set almost. Yeah. Because, I mean, because you have normal summons, you have special summons, you have tribute summons, then you have synchro, link, exceeds, uh, ritual, ritual, yeah, contact fusion, yeah, I, contact fusion is still wild to me. Just the subtype of fusion. Um, then you have hand. Then you have the concept of hand traps. How those work. It's just, it's ridiculous. And then you didn't even talk about spell cards. Yeah, quick play spell cards, equip spell cards, ritual spell cards, and field how spell cards, and how continuous all- spell cards, continuous trap cards, counter trap cards. They keep going. Hold on, hold on. Then there are the uh, continuous equip trap cards. What? Okay. Are so, you talking about like Fiendish Chain and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just continuous. That doesn't count. Yeah, but like they essentially act as a equip spell. I guess. They don't but they have to be activated at quick effect speed. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of like quick effect field spells and they function like, like not field spells, crap. Quick effect equip spells and they function as as them. Including, including destroying themselves if the thing they're targeting is removed. I guess you could put it like that. It's the best way to describe it to a new player if they if they really got a handle on equip spells and they're having issues with stuff like call the haunted fiendish chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Best way to describe it. Okay. Well, overall, my end of the road opinion is that. I don't know that there's really a ton that Konami can do without either significant master rule changes or significant bandless changes. And I don't know that either of those is a permanent fix. I think that those are both kind of temporary fixes. I, they're big band-aids because then they're going to eventually come right back around. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that they can do is supporting alternative formats. That, that to me, is the biggest true in-depth solution. But it's something that's going to take time and a lot of R&D to really figure out. Lots of R&D. Yeah, lots. So, all right. But that'll wrap it up for today's episode of the Top Cut Podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode or watching it. If you're on YouTube and you want to go ahead and subscribe, that would be awesome. 
But thank you, of course, so much for watching today's episode. If you liked it, be sure to like, comment, subscribe on the different platforms. I think I looked on Spotify the other day and we have like 300 and something ratings on Spotify. Nice. Yeah, yeah. and we have like 4.9 stars, which is so, so awesome to see. So thank you all for your support. We really appreciate it. And of course, be sure to have a great, great weekend, everyone. Take care, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.